the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan. Let's go the distance by keeping our distance. Nissan, innovation that excites. Yes, indeed. The two Johns, John Fardy, a presenter of Screen Time here on News Talk, and John Keller, producer and former director of film classification, join me as always at this time on a Wednesday. Uh, of course, the cinemas are closed, but that hasn't stopped us uh, uh, having a bit of crack and uh, highlighting some of the developments both on Netflix and on the box, especially if you're cooped up and bored at home. Now, speaking of April Fools, take a listen to this clip and see if you recognize the American accent. Is her work erotic? Her work is erotic. Did she write dirty books? That's another question. The the books themselves could not be classified as, as dirty books in the in the accepted uh, context of, of, of the term dirty books. Pornographic books. Pornography, no, no. You could not call Margaret Kildizer's novels pornographic. John Kelleher, what was this April Fool's prank? Margaret Kildeister, the forgotten lady novelist of Loch Ray. Oh, Ivan, that's 49 years ago. Tell us all. Well, I was working in RTE at the time, and I was a young producer director. I was 24, 25. I worked for Frank Hall on a program, magazine program called Newsbeat, and I was working down in Galway with Cahill O'Shannon. Uh, the great present, television presenter, and rain stopped play in our filming. We couldn't film for a couple of days because of a rainstorm. So we spent a couple of hours in the lounge of the Great Southern Hotel and wrote the script for a documentary, which we then shot in two days. And it was about this imaginary woman called Margaret Kildeisert, who was the forgotten lady novelist of Loch Ray, County Galway. And uh, she had various characteristics, one of which was that she was extremely tall. And she actually won the Irish Independent Award for the tallest lady novelist of 1917. And did people believe it? Totally. The switchboard in RTE was jammed when it went out on on April Fool's Day. And, um, oh, yeah, people, well, maybe some people might have been sceptical, but a lot of people believed it, including a local councillor in Loch who said we're going to have to put up a statue to this uh, forgotten novelist. Indeed. Well, now, I have to commend you both because I had a lot of time on my hands over the weekend and I watched all six episodes of The English Game. I watched, I, I, I taped Margin Call and it was a fantastic film on BBC. I really enjoyed it. And Deirdre hadn't seen Rain Man when we watched that. And can I add uh, to the collection... Donald Sutherland and Harold, uh, Helen Mirren on Netflix. Um, the uh, I think it was what do they call it? The leisure, uh, the, the 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 cruise or something, the holiday cruise or something like that. It was absolutely uh, very witty in terms of. Uh, the, the, yeah, the leisure seeker. It was it was good. Uh, so I'm down to, and I watched the post last night. So I'm I'm driven to distraction. You you, you have another TV movie for us. The name of the father, John. Yeah, I'm not sure if you've seen this one, Ivan, but it's uh, it's very very good. It um, it's it's directed by Jim Sheridan and it stars Daniel Day Lewis, uh, and it's the story. It's based on a, on a true story of father son relationship, if you like. But it's Jerry Conlon, the Belfast man, young Belfast man, who was wrongly convicted, as were family and friends, uh, of the bombing of two pubs in in Guildford, in Surrey, in 1974. 
and his father, Giuseppe, played brilliantly by Pete Postlethwaite, who was one of the, uh, they became known as the Maguire Seven, also family and friends who were also convicted. And uh, it follows the story of, of Jerry Conlon's fight for justice, to clear his, his father's name. Um, and they were, all of them were innocent. They had, if you like, proven alibis, but they'd, they'd signed confessions under duress. Uh, it's a very, very uh, powerful drama, quite uh, compelling, made with passion and, if you like, anger and intelligence by Jim Sheridan and all concerned. And some amazing performances, really terrific performances. It got seven Oscar nominations. Well, it's on uh, again, uh, RTE2, this Friday at 9.30pm. Great cast, as you heard, Daniel Day-Lewis, Emma Thompson, to mention but a few. The Name of the Father, an iconic film. Now, everybody seemingly is raving about this Tiger King on Netflix. John, tell us all. Ivan, you finished the English game, right? Yes. Yes, well, this is the next one for you because this is incredible stuff. The subtitle of it is Murder, Mayhem and Madness and nothing could be more accurate because it's about this guy called Joe Exotic who is one of these strange, they're mostly an American creature in that he's a private zoo collector and he has big cats like tigers, lions, a few other animals, but it's mostly tigers and it begins as an investigation of his life and times and the strange man that he is he makes music videos at one point in it he has a marriage to two men at the same time but it slowly turns out that he's in this incredible feud with a woman called carol baskin who's trying to rescue cats from these type of zoos and it slowly devolves into one of the wildest documentaries I've seen on Netflix or anywhere else in a long, long time. I read a review in The Guardian the other day and they said it's like pouring tequila on your brain. And I get exactly what they mean because you're watching it going, what? Like, if I, I won't tell you much more because I want you to get into it. But if I told you the plot as it devolves, you wouldn't believe it because other private zoo owners come into the picture and they all look like WWE wrestlers, some of them are drug dealers. The woman who he's in this feud with who's wants to rescue all these cats has a really strange backstory involving the disappearance of her husband. It's off the charts. It's seven episodes and you kind of end each one going, I can't take much more of this. This is insanity. It is brilliant. All right. Take a listen to an excerpt from Tiger King on Netflix. Joe Exotic starts to behave strangely. And nobody help me. Nobody. Get out of here, you bitch. He came out with a story. Somebody put something on my shoes to get that cat to attack me. What scent makes a liger attack your shoe? If I were going to, you know, if somebody wanted to kill you, then they would put, like, sardine oil all over you. Something that the cat wants to eat, not something the cat wants to drool on. All of the confusion that the Carol Baskin lawsuits were causing him and all the money was costing him, somebody like Joe just goes crazy. His mood swings are significant. I don't give a Next time you're in jail and you're homeless, be sure you don't call me. 
so let, let's be there's no actors in this this is this no, it's is a documentary right the footage is incredible of what what they found on all these people it's just off the charts it's peopled with the most crazy Americans like it, it's like a Louis Theroux documentary it's head scratching and where it ends up is like you haven't seen anything like this people raving about it it's justifiable I urge you to report on this next week with me because we got okay. off to a good start this month no, you did you did English and game yeah. I think Deirdre would be find this equally fascinating well no but the, the point is this a Louis Theroux is is a kind of one hour feature talking to odd Americans and all that kind of yeah. thing. How would you get seven episodes? Like, does it fo follow a plot line? And therefore, oh, why would people, if it exposes them as being a bit weird and crazy and ruthless and violent, why would they cooperate with it? You can't turn away. Believe me, you can't turn away on this. You would absolutely. As soon as you turn this on, you all want to turn it off. And the people that he's filming, like, they're probably not aware of where it's going to end up until they get there. But there are so many twists and turns in this of stuff you couldn't possibly imagine seeing coming that I don't want to spoil before you've watched it. But you will not regret watching this. I guarantee you will come on and say you are absolutely right. Okay. I, I, I would wager that with you. Right. Uh, just some text. Both myself and one of my mates separately started watching Tiger King and both lost interest after a couple of exo episodes. Very trashy. Started the English game instead, which was much better, says Chris in Dublin. Paul in Portobello conversely says, I watched Tiger King in one night. Ivan, have you watched Mindhunter? Is it like Mindhunter? No, 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 nothing like it. But Mindhunter is also very good. You might enjoy that. But the trashiness of this will appeal to you. All right, it's on Netflix. It's called Tiger King. Everyone is talking about it. Now, your next TV movie is War for the Planet of the Apes, John. Yeah, I, I knew you wouldn't like the title, but actually the movie is pretty good entertainment. <laughs> this is the third of a trilogy. Um, a, there's actually been nine films altogether under the sort of vague title of involving Planet of the Apes, but this is the third of three recent ones in the last decade. And it's, it's a story is, it's 15 years since this pandemic, uh, a virus killed billions of people worldwide and created a breed of intelligent uh, super apes, if you like. And despite constant attacks by the humans, the leader of the apes, Caesar, who's uh, played by Andy Serkis, whom you'll know from Lord of the Rings, uh, Gollum, He's tried to keep peace between the apes and the humans, but there's a kind of maverick, ruthless uh, colonel, special forces colonel, played by Woody Harrelson, who's out to get them. And Caesar's wife and his son are killed, and then he embarks on a mission to kill the ruthless colonel. So you've got this epic battle between apes and humans to determine the the, the fate of the species. All right. War of the Planet of the Apes is on nine o'clock on Channel 4 on Saturday. Finally, John, Pen 15 on Sky Comedy and Now TV. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you look at it's written in front of you, P-E-N-1-5, you had a very adolescent joke, like something someone might write on a copy book in school. And in a way, that's what this is about. It's about two 13-year-old girls entering high school with all the expectations, all the worries, but the conceit here, and it's a comedy, and it's a very good comedy, the conceit here is that the two writers, Maya Erskine and Anna Klonkel, 
play their 13-year-old selves. They're both 31, but they're cast as themselves, age 31, pretending to be 13. So all the other actors around them are actually 13 and 14-year-olds in an American high school. But I guess the point they're making is, you know, you're the same person you always are, and your 13-year-old self is probably with you all the time. Now, that sounds like a bit of a highfalutin concept, but this is actually very sweet, funny, poignant at times because you know it addresses kind of school bullying and at one point in the first episode one of the girls is put on this ugly list and it's heartbreaking but then she finds a bit of solace with her best pal so I really like this I'm not sure if it's one for you maybe it might be a bit millennial to use your phrase because it actually takes place in the year 2000 it's like a Y2K thing but I found it very sweet and funny and, and kind of heartfelt as well all right, it's on 9pm every night, is it on Sky Comedy? No, no, just just on Tuesdays, but if you have Tuesdays. Sky Go, you can watch it all. I've watched three of them already. Very Pen. funny, very sweet. My wife, my Deirdre, who's not called Deirdre, yeah. but you know what I mean, she enjoyed it very much as well, you know? Right, okay. And Pen. she's a lot to put up with, as you know. Pen 15, my thanks to the two Johns. Uh, thank you indeed uh, for... Uh, we have to put up with what's on the box, I'm afraid. Uh, well, that's the pick that you have the name of the father, War for the Planet of the Apes, and you have Tiger King getting a hot recommendation with Pen15. The Hard Shoulder on News Talk with Nissan. Together, let's play our part by staying apart. Nissan, innovation that excites.